0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is your host Shane with Radical Rocks. Today we've got a really exciting episode. We're going to talk about Herkimer diamonds. Um, We're going to talk about brown gemstones, beautiful brown gemstones for fall. We're going to talk about Nigeria, which is actually somewhat of the rock and gem capital for Africa. Uh, We'll mention something about some nickel targets in Australia And also a T-Rex, the most expensive dinosaur ever. And we're also going to go into a little bit of depth on fossils of Norway and Scandinavia. Really interesting stuff. Before we get into it, I want to thank you guys again for... Supporting the channel, we will put all of our links there. Um, we have YouTube channel, just look up Radical Rocks. You can go to our blog at radicalrocksusa.blogspot.com, and all of our links at the bottom of every blog. I will put that in the description. Also, a donation link will be put in the description. You can also find us at uh, parlor, just hashtag Radical Rocks, and you will get us. You can join us there. And our podcasts, of course, you already know about. I think I've covered it all. Facebook as well. Just look us up at Radical Rocks. We should pop up. Or you can find the link at the blog. Okay. So let's get right into it. Um, first, a little human interest story that uh, I found for in Georgia. There is going to be what's called the Homeschool Days. And they say go home with your very own mining collection now on october the 14th at 10 o'clock uh for $13 and i'm i'm just doing this as a public service they're not paying me or anything um kids will be able to learn about rocks and mine their very own collection there'll be additional rocks and minerals for sale as well um they can hike around the grounds the lake and um they need to make reservations 24 hours in advance. They would go to www.kidsconnect.com, and that is in Ackworth, Georgia, in the United States. So it's always nice to see things geared toward our young people and um, uh, getting them interested in rocks and minerals. Now, there is also another little human interest thing here, Bellpoint Point Gym Show. Found this on events.ajc.com. Um, The Bell Point Gym Show. This is in uh, Atlanta, Georgia as well. December the 11th uh, at the Gwinnett County Fairgrounds in Lawrenceville, Georgia. And uh, there's a $5 admission there, but they have all sorts of rocks, gems, and minerals. Um, And you can go to that website and check it out if you want. Um, Kids under 15 are free if accompanied by an adult. Alright, now there's a shark breakthrough. This is what is considered a massive discovery. Uh, it says here Shark Breakthrough Fossil Discovery Stuns Scientists on Creatures Marine Evolution. Uh, written by Joel Day. It was published on October the 6th. You can find that at www.express.co.uk and it will pop up under that title. Now, in Australia, they're finding these sites. they're finding things underwater. Um, this they say is a link between fish and shark. Shark, as you know, do not have really any bones. they're mostly a um, um a cord that goes through the middle of their body. But they found that what they believe is an armored type of fish called a plasodermis and they feel um, that this is an ancestor of both sharks and bony fish. So when they look at this fossil skull they can see an imprint of its brain case um, and where the brain stem would go through and they feel that this is relative um, they feel that this resembles a shark now i've looked at the picture here they have a really nice picture of a megalodon um, jaw with the teeth still in it it's huge and it can be found at uh, in las vegas um, it's uh, pictured here but this one uh, is just a fragment and i mean there's not even any teeth in it and um, it's it's just a plate. They have this skull roof. I mean, you can barely make out what it is, but you can tell that it does look like it is the imprint of a brain and a skull. Um, I think it's a stretch, but they feel this is a big, great discovery. We'll see. We'll see. Um, you know, with time, things change. But oftentimes, these little fragments, you know, go through many many different studies and variations and new things are found and it it is identified not always at what they first say it is but if this is true um, and this is some sort of a shark that has a bony skull it would be it, it would be a first so pretty interesting article there if you want to read that you can um Let's do one more uh, fossil, and then we'll get into some of the other information on minerals and rocks. This one's in uh, cnbc.com, and uh, it is about this most expensive fossil uh, ever auctioned. $32 million for this T-Rex. It was written on October the 7th by Robert Frank, and it says here this fossilized Tyrannosaurus rex sold for $31.85 million, becoming the most expensive dinosaur that was ever sold. It was nicknamed Stan for the amateur paleontologist Stan Sarskensen, who found it in 1987, and it is one of only about 50 of the T-Rexes that have ever been discovered. You'd think there'd be a lot more, huh? But this one is really complete. It's on display at the... Um, Christine's Rockefeller Center starting on Wednesday and um, it is an impressive specimen if you're into fossils. There's pictures here. Um, It's the most complete one ever found with 188 bones. Its head is in pristine condition over 11 inch long teeth. It's been used as a model for T-Rex figures and uh, depictions because of how complete it is. Really impressive. There's more information about that. Um, they estimate the creature would have weighed seven to ten tons um, and he had had a broken neck. Um, he'd been injured. He'd had a rough life, but uh, nice that they were able to get him intact. So now let's talk about. Um, uh, okay, we're going to get into dinosaurs in Norway and Scandinavia in a minute. Um, I want to talk about um, this nickel targets. This, I believe, is um, found in Australia. There's not a lot of information here, but I wanted to talk about it. You can find it at www.businessnews.com.au. It was written by Matt Brittany, and uh, I don't see a date here, but uh, it's pretty recent. And he says here that this company, Oakdale Resources, has found a target of a huge nickel deposit in Western Australia. Now, why is that important? If you've listened to um, some of our podcasts in the past, you know that I do talk about um, some... Valuable metals and and minerals, and we don't talk all about um, mining companies per se. We we do try to talk about gemstones, rocks, and minerals that are more for hobbyists. But uh, sometimes we do talk about the other things because I think they're interesting. Nickel is huge when it comes to the new um, green energy. That you know, whether you believe in a green new deal or not, this is moving forward. A lot of cars were sold this year. Um, that are electric cars nickel is valuable and needed for batteries i don't know if you know this but nickels in america used to be made out of nickel before i believe about 1980 right around there and nickels are actually worth much more than a nickel and people are hoarding nickels like crazy because the value of them is much more than a nickel So nickel is scarce, and this is important, and it's something to think about. And I thought it would be of interest to my listeners that this huge nickel uh, discovery was found through these ultramorphic stratigraphic. So in other words, they're using these, you know, different types of um, rays and stuff like that to find out where the environment is most likely to show certain types of minerals and this is a huge nickel discovery that they found east of gonerville i'm sure there was probably nickel there before but now they're just finding that it's a significant amount so they're going to do some field work um, some sampling and such and drill and find out how um, accurate these it's like a spectrograph from from a satellite you know basically that they're doing they're going to find out how extensive this is So hope you appreciate that. Let's talk about hunting um, Herkimer diamonds. Now, if you go to rockandjim.com, it's rock, the letter M, and uh, jim, rather. They are a wonderful rock and gym magazine, and uh, I'm just telling you that because it's a fact they they don't sponsor us or anything like that, so I think every rock hound should subscribe to it it's a great a great magazine a lot about lapidarian rocks and minerals and uh they've been doing that for a long time. This is an article from them um, by administration dated October the eighth and they have beautiful pictures of the hercumere diamonds here you can get on their email list for free and they will send this stuff to you um, what i've got here and they will talk about the wonderful fun that they've had hunting these hercumere diamonds um, as a family um, as just a collector and a passion for these Herkimer quartz diamonds. They, they're they just brilliant, the way they spark, sparkle, beautiful quartz crystals that uh, sparkle and glimmer like diamonds. Um, many people have these that are, have collected them in years past, and you can still go get them. Um, there are several places that are very popular for Herkimer diamonds in the United States of America, and I'm sure there's other places as well. But um, I'm trying to find here exactly where they gave a list of different places. One of them was in uh, New York. <clears throat> and they uh, talk about, like, this is a great place to get kids to start collecting because they just look like diamonds on the ground. Um, they have a little video here of his Herkimer diamond collection. Uh it goes into some detail. And let's see, it says... In addition to hoping to inspire others to appreciate Herkimer diamonds, which is really quartz crystals, um, this gentleman here, Hallor- Halloran, hopes by sharing the story of how he came to have the collection, which you can read in this article if you want to read the whole thing, he endearly calls the Her- 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 Herkumir Stardust Collection, and he can inspire others to explore the origins of this ancient treasure of nature. Um, I just... I know it was in here. I read this article a while ago, all the different areas where you can find them. Let me see here, trying to find it. Um Hmm. I know New York was one of them. Okay, Utah, I found them in Utah. Where else there was a whole list okay New York is not the only place to find these quartz crystals examples have been discovered in Arizona Norway Afghanistan and Ukraine among other locations so there's some of the locations you can do more research on those if you want now um Nigeria Nigeria as the capital of gemstones in Africa um Let's get into this article here. I thought I had a cup of coffee here, but uh, it's just sitting there waiting to be filled. <laughs> uh, at www.thisdaylive.com, uh, under NEPZA urges FG to develop solid minerals sector, dated October 7th, they talk about um, all the wonderful minerals. It's a $12 billion industry for the country. Um, Nigeria is making a lot of money from the African gemstone business. Um, they have a jewelry market which is currently worth, I mean, the twelve billions for the whole country of Africa. They um, have a market which is worth $5 billion in total. Um, so that's pretty impressive. They have the Nigeria Chambers of Mines, and the spokesman there talks about, Um, that they should be the capital for Africa because they have all kinds of gemstone, the most uh, uh, extensive in the world, and they said, I doubt if 10% of Nigerians realize they're living on top of enormous wealth, so we must make use of it. Um, A lot of foreigners have been digging up the gemstones and they're used in Thailand, India, and Sri Lanka, um, these stones that come from Nigeria and are passed on. So we're going to go down to um, the list of um, gemstones that they have there that are primarily the best ones, but they are poised to try and do better with these minerals. It says the country is blessed with different categories of minerals such as coalin, limestone, dolomite, uh, gypsum, as well as metals, namely tin, uh, columbite, uh, tantalite, iron ore, lead, precious stones. A lot of gemstones, sapphire, garnet, topaz, aquamarine, and others. So hopefully with this new um, uh, attitude and this um, promoting of gemstones in Nigeria maybe we'll be able to get some more of them um, directly um, instead of having to wait for them through the secondary market and um, they can benefit you know more from the gemstone sales themselves. All right let's get into brown gemstones. Um, it says they're a must for fall and beyond. And of course this is October so there's a lot of articles about opal that seems to be the main gemstone and we've, we have talked about that a little bit here and there but on this website www.jc uh, it's Jack, Jack Online, j-c-k-o-n-l-i-n-e dot com you can read an article here uh, of their blog and uh, it's written by Brittany Simnitz and that was on October the 7th and they're they of course they're they're selling jewelry here but it helps you you know see what's trendy and what's out there and um, they have some beautiful uh dark uh, brown quartz here with golden rutilated through it that is just spectacular here um It's like a smoky quartz and then they have a -a one-of-a-kind um pennant with yellow gold and morrisonite a bicolored tourmaline and diamonds and wow i mean it looks like a really fancy uh piece of lapidary with a with a bicolored um tourmaline sitting on top you know um set differently but it's it's just beautiful this morrisonite i have to check that out another one is uh uh, black rhodium and brown diamonds really pretty and then the evil eye pendant here is filled with smoky quartz topez and onyx and diamonds quite a uh, quite a nice uh, complement of colors the way they've designed this and then they have a one-of-a-kind gypsy ring with champagne sapphire and diamonds and the sapphire diamond uh sapphire rather the champagne sapphire is a beautiful uh golden brown very warm color and then next they have these hexagon yellow diamonds that are really golden they're golden color super bright and warm then they have another um this is a necklace it's got 13 carat Rutilated quartz slices. They're a very, very faint pink, with rutilated through them, and they're kind of an ovalized triangle. And wow, they sure look f- really spectacular. Another beautiful brown is a rose cut champagne diamond. This thing is so dark, and the center of it um, lights up uh, in the picture. Then they have a beautiful what's called a lollipop ring. Um, this has it's round let me get a drink coffee here in the very center it has a round faceted brown tourmaline uh, medium but good coloration and then around that they custom cut a tiger eye so there's the tourmaline and then it's set in gold in in yellow gold and in a thin band around it that holds it into place and then the tiger eyes actually cut around it so the tourmaline is sitting in a hole and the tiger eye forms around it really looks cool Um, great ideas you know this is good inspiration a couple of brown rose cut diamonds and some other brown diamonds finish off the display of these beautiful fall colored gemstones now next for what i kind of figure is our keynote address today it's going to be on fossils let me get another drink of coffee here all right sorry about that i'm just losing my voice again so dinosaurs are um, in Scandinavia now I like to focus on um, when I can from time to time on other countries and the gemstones that they have and this is a good article www.lifeinnorway.net it was posted by Andrew McKay on October the 9th it's entitled dinosaurs in Norway and Scandinavia there's really some good pictures here Um, it goes into great depth of course we're not going to cover it all um, but we are going to go into some information that they've shared here that is really really cool the region of Scandinavia and Norway you know typically when you think of it you think of the Nordic um, you think of all these different countries you don't really think about the dinosaurs but they go through all these different periods and the dinosaurs that were there um and then they go through the Jurassic period, the you know all the different periods of Earth's history that are traditionally discussed when they talk about different dinosaurs and the times that they lived in uh, for millions of years ago. They talk about Pangea and how um, when that broke apart, that uh, uh, could have left some dinosaurs alive on that part over there in Norway and Scandinavia, because there are some interesting sketches that suggest that the Vikings might have been alive at the same time some of the dinosaurs were. Now, scientists think that that's not very likely, but they don't rule it out completely. Um, Personally, I think it's very likely. Um, That's just my opinion. You know, I'm not a scientist. I don't have all that uh, education and Um, you know brainwashing or whatever however you want to call it but um, it is it they are definitely more smarter than I am on this whole subject but I have my opinion but this uh, you can go to London's Natural Museum and there's a really good display of many different dinosaurs and fossils that were over there and sometimes they discover them on the ocean floor around that area and that helps give a history so overall dinosaur discoveries in Scandinavia are somewhat rare but uh the region predates the Jurassic period, so it's kind of hard to find a lot of dinosaurs there, so they say, but we're going to go into it dinosaurs roamed the lands they swam the seas around Norway Sweden and Denmark and Greenland is also known for a few fossils in fact there's been some pretty fancy discoveries right up around that area just recently so the islands of uh and I'm probably going to slaughter some of these names so I apologize in advance but in around Sweden the islands around Sweden and Denmark um, there is a majority of the Scandinavian fossils so the Jurassic period. Um, is one of the three major um and oldest dino times um, with the fewest discoveries but they have some amphibians such as the gerothorax discovered in sweden um, and and, the, and some of the islands in uh, savel bard and i i don't have no idea how to pronounce the last part of it but in those areas also in the arctic uh arctic shield shrimp has been discovered around nordic countries fish such as the Hybotis and lep Podotis have been found in Sweden and Denmark. Um, other mammal discoveries have been found in Nordic countries, uh, and also in Greenland. A shrew-like creature, um, very difficult name here. The cunithereum curious was found extensively across Europe taking advantage of the large continental landmass of pangaea to spread itself far and wide there's reptile fossils that are found the uh gray terror great growl, Gralater grolater g r a l l a t o r Gralater species has been found um around Sweden Norway and Greenland It uh, is a magnificent bipedal creature that was the first fossil to be found in Norway when they were drilling um, for in the oil fields in 1997 they have a picture of it here uh, it stands upright like a like a triceratop, or not a triceratop, a Trianosaurus rex um, but it has a big fan on its back and its mouth is more shaped like an alligator um, it looks very fast and very lethal and the teeth are uh, you know <laughs> something to be reckoned with I think this might be um, one of the river um, river type dinosaurs that they felt it was in the water a lot Um, some of the things that they're discovering if i'm not wrong also a lot of plants have been discovered fossilized plant records for sweden and norway have fish and muscles and uh, other creatures reptiles uh, in sweden include the uh, growlator fossils in sweden joined by dilophysis and salvia uh, in sweden the icosaurus in both sweden and norway And then um, Bornholm and Denmark has given us unknown seropod that has been named the titansaurus. And he was a herbivore, had a long neck, and looked like this uh, seropods and uh, such. So there's a lot of interesting fossils that uh, they have found in this area. We want to give credit to that area. Um, It goes on to talk about the Creaceous Period. Uh, the Golden Age of Dinosaurs, where they find a lot of fossils, Uh, flightless, aquatic, diving birds, Um, Bapthornius and Hesperonius and fish and rabbit fish and all sorts of other creatures, sand tiger sharks, uh, unidentified sharks, undescribed fossils, Uh, the Great White Shark, many many things have been found a uh, second prehistoric mammal that was discovered in that area was similar to a rodent and uh, reptiles are probably the best demonstration they have of dinosaurs so pretty cool um specialized dinosaurs in Denmark of reptiles Norway and Sweden Sweden with lagwandus fossils and igonda igondon second dinosaur and many many others that you can read about here a large mouth and long-tailed aquatic lizard looking like a crocodile with flippers i think that's the one oh the one with flippers as well the one i saw had legs and then evidence of an undescribed uh triannosaurus so that might have been the one that i saw and then they talk about vikings living with the dinosaurs that we talked about before so who knows um there is some uh uh, Norris mythology where these creatures were talked about and I believe there's something to it myself but uh, you'll have to read the article and draw your own conclusion all right so there are dinosaur attractions in Norway in Scandinavia um, of course some of them are in England but it says that uh, a world of dinosaurs in Tingby near kalmar in sweden is a popular tourist attraction there's no dinosaurs there but there's models that are lifelike and impressive and will keep children um, entertained for hours if you want to see the fossils you're going to have to go to the natural history museum of stockholm um, in copenhagen are good places to start um, so also you can go hunting for fossils yourself denmark is one of the best places to go um there's information here on that if you want to do if you want to dig into that there's also and i don't know how to pronounce this the Givskud zoo g-i-v-s-k-u-d zoo dinosaur park biggest dinosaur exhibition with 26 significant species displayed in an outdoor forest all kinds of cool things um even more even more it just goes on and on and on um with areas that you can go check out even a Lego land type area. So I think we're going to wrap it up, guys. I appreciate um, your support. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you want to sponsor the show or if you'd like to donate, um, please check out our link below or contact us, and we'd love to hear from you if you've got a story or an idea for a show. um, We'd love to hear from you. We haven't done any interviews in a while, so that would be nice. I've reached out to a few people. Hopefully someone will come forward, and we can do an interesting interview with someone that uh, has much experience in the rock and gym world at some level or some field of expertise or maybe a minor or something like that Um, any of those things are always enjoyable and entertaining for our audience but if you don't let us know what you like to hear then we don't know what direction to go Um, i have to just kind of wing it on my own but i'm open to suggestions so with that guys remember rock hounds don't die they petrify